Don't worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God in the book of 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. Now there was a certain man of Ramathaim Zophim of the mountains of Ephraim, and his name was Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuth, and Ephraimite. And he had two wives. The name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other, Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. This man went up from his city yearly to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. Also the two sons of Eli, Hopni and Phinehas, the priests of the Lord were there. And whenever the time came for Elkanah to make an offering, he would give portions to Penina his wife and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah he would give a double portion, for he loved Hannah, although the Lord had closed her womb. And a rival also provoked her severely to make her miserable, because the Lord had closed her womb. So it was year by year when she went up to the house of the Lord that she provoked her. Therefore she wept and did not eat. Then Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? And why is your heart grieved? Am I not better to you than ten sons? So Hannah arose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli the priest was sitting on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. Then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and no razor shall come upon his head. And it happened as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli watched her mouth. Now Hannah spoke in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought she was drunk. So Eli said to her, How long will you be drunk? Put your wine away from you. But Hannah answered and said, No, my lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but I poured out my soul before the Lord. Do not consider your maidservant a wicked woman, for out of the abundance of my complaint... And grief I have spoken until now. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant your petition, which you have asked of him. And she said, Let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. Then they rose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to their house at Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah his wife, and the Lord remembered her. So it came to pass in the process of time that Hannah conceived and bore a son and called his name Samuel, saying, Because I've asked for him from the Lord. Now the man Elkanah and all his house went up to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice and his vow. But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, Not until the child is weaned. Then I will take him that he may appear before the Lord and remain there forever. So Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Do what seems best to you. Wait until you have weaned him. Only let the Lord establish his word. Then the woman stayed and nursed her son until she had weaned him. 
Now when she had weaned him, she took him up with her with three bulls, one ephah of flour and a skin of wine and brought him to the house of the Lord in Shiloh. And the child was young. Then they slaughtered a bull and brought the child to Eli. And she said, O my Lord, as your soul lives, my Lord, I am the woman who stood by you here praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me my petition, which I asked of him. Therefore I also have lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he shall be lent to the Lord. So they worshiped the Lord there. Verses 1 through 28, all of 1 Samuel chapter 1. Father, we thank you once again for the precious and blessed gift of your word. And thank you, Lord, for the wonderful and the powerful story of Hannah and Samuel. And thank you, Lord, for the truth that every believer, every person in the world is a gift to the world. Father, thank you for the privilege we have of being able to walk with you in prayer and learn more about who you've called us to be and what you've called us to do. Thank you for the privilege of being able to be believers that pray, uh, dads and moms that pray, believers that understand that prayer is a major part of simply walking with you. Anoint us afresh with the spirit of prayer today and empower us to be the praying church. You've called us to be more and more. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our producers, Rick Roberts, and Rick is going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Father, we come today to exalt your name, to lift high your holy name. Father, we're thankful for your precious son, Jesus, and the sacrifice on a cross for sinners like us. Father, we pray for our listening family today with the different needs, the different hurts, the different challenges in life. We pray, Father, that uh, you will... Uh, work in their lives in a mighty way. Those who don't know you as their Savior, Father, we pray that you would stir their hearts, that they would be drawn to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. We're honored to have with us uh, in studio today, Sally Burke. She's the president of Moms in Prayer International. Now, we've had Sally before. It's been a little while, but this time we have the privilege of having her in studio. Sally, good to have you with us today. It is so good to be with you and in this place of prayer. I love it. Amen. Amen. Well, Sally, we're grateful that you could be with us today. And I'm going to ask as we start off, if you'll introduce yourself uh, further, however you feel led to do that. And then we want you to share about the work and the mission of the ministry, Moms in Prayer International. Oh, I would love to. Well, I get the great joy, the great honor, the great privilege as serving our Lord and women all over the world as president of Moms in Prayer International. And Moms in Prayer is just where two or more women gather together one hour, once a week, and we pray. We use four powerful steps of prayer. And what I love about this ministry is we meet locally, right? It could be in your church, in a home, but we're all over the world. We have sisters all over the world. Our mission is to impact children in schools worldwide for Christ as we gather women to pray. Our vision is that there are two or more moms for every school so every child can be prayed for. Hmm. Well, if someone is listening today and they're thinking to themselves they would like to connect to moms in prayer and either become a part of this big ministry or maybe just learn how to do it on their own, how could they get in touch with you and learn more about that? They can go to our website, momsandprayer.org. It's that simple. Okay, momsandprayer.org. Yes. All right. Okay, then. All right. Well, uh, 
we had the privilege of having you with us for devotion this morning, and you shared a very powerful testimony about your own journey. Would you tell us a little bit more about your journey as you share more about them, along with sharing more about the Ministry of Moms in Prayer International? Oh, I would love to. Well, my husband and I met in Palmdale, California. We were uh, engineers on the space shuttle. Um, after having our son, our first child, I decided to come home from work, and my husband was driving back and forth, and he was listening to a radio station just like this, and he heard the gospel. And so he pulled over and received Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. Well, I would always greet him at the door. I had one child on the hip. By this time, we had two. I had another one next to me. And my husband comes home, and he still has tears in his eyes. And he says, Sally, I have received Jesus as my Lord and my Savior and explained it all to me. And my first thought was, oh, no, what has happened to my brilliant husband? I thought maybe he's working too hard, you know, having a little bit of a breakdown. But for the next several months, I just witnessed him. I just saw this peace that's beyond understanding. I just saw this, this something different about him. So that Christmas, instead of buying me what he normally did was like a diamond necklace, diamond earrings, he bought me a Bible. And, and he told me, he goes, I was praying over this Bible, and I was trying to pick out just the right one. And I had it wrapped in leather, so I thought, oh, okay, uh, I'll read it. And so I opened it up, and I read in Genesis, God created the heavens and the earth. He just spoke it into being. And if you read through Genesis 1, 1 through 3, you'll see that there's this scientific formula, time, energy, and space. And that's what you need to create something from nothing. And right there, that caught my attention. And because we used to send the, the space shuttles to outer space, to, to those stars. And yet God spoke them into being. And not only that, he holds them all together by the power of his word. And, and then my husband said, why don't you read the book of John? So there I read the book of John, and I saw that Jesus was God. And I only could do one thing, but I got on my knees, and I received him as my Lord and my Savior. And my life has been totally transformed through the mm. word of God and through his Holy Spirit. Sally, I want to ask, uh, you know, that's such a powerful testimony. There's so many different sides to what you've just shared. But would you pray for listeners? There may be someone listening today who maybe they were in the same place you were before you came to know the Lord, whether they have saw the witness of someone like the witness you saw in your husband, or maybe they're just hearing the witness you're sharing now. But would you pray for those persons that they too would come into the same kind of relationship with Christ? Oh. I would. Oh, Father, it is you who draws man to yourself and who is ever listening, Father. I do pray that they'll hear the words, the truth, the gospel, salvation, and believe me, so with the power of the Holy Spirit, they will know that Jesus came and died just for them, Father, that they will receive you and that forgiveness that you will freely give to them. So, Lord, I pray this day, this day, they will receive you as their Lord and their Savior. This in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. All right, thank you, Sally. So you, in fact, you really were a rocket scientist then, weren't you? <laughs> I was, I was. A long All time right. ago, before mm-hmm. four children. I have no brain left now. All right. And so from rocket scientist to uh, international prayer, intercessing mom, to uh, tell us more about the journey, how you transitioned into the ministry you're in now. Well, I was a 
brand new Christian, and a friend of mine must have seen I need a lot of help. So I, I had called out to God, Lord, teach me to pray. And so she brought me to this meeting where the our founder for Nichols was teaching about praying for children, how our children would be blessed. And I knew I had to be a part of this. Even though I never prayed out loud, I went to that first meeting. And as these women praised God, I knew I was where I should be. And I sat there quiet for the first several meetings. And it was there that the Lord taught me to pray. You know, we know not how we ought to pray, but the Holy Spirit teaches us and our Lord teaches us how to pray. Mm. You you know, I want to ask you one more time, too. If you'll pray specifically for individuals we're we're close to a break but we may have to finish the prayer on the other side but i want to ask that you pray for believers in their prayer lives you know because the ability to pray is such an important part of our life as disciples and followers of christ and my experience as in in years as a pastor is that everyone needs help with prayer every adult man woman every adult boy and girl so I'm going to ask, again, I tell you, we'll, we'll let you pray on the other side of the break. But again, praying for our prayer lives is an important goal yes. for all of us as yes. believers. Father, thank you. I thank you for the opportunity you give every one yes. of us to be able to pray and seek you in prayer. Father, anoint the prayer lives of every single listener with a fresh and mighty anointing in the name of Jesus. Bless each and every one of our prayer lives. Indeed, expand their territories Cause your hand to be mightily upon them. Keep them from evil that they may not cause pain. And Father, more and more, teach us to pray. Teach us to recognize that prayer is such an important part of walking with you, drawing closer to you, listening to you, and hearing from you as well. And Lord, guide us and help us to recognize that you've even called, referred to your church as the house of prayer. Help us to grow an understanding of the central part of how critical it is that we be the people of prayer you want us to be. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Again, our uh, in-studio guest today is Sally Burke. She's the international, the president of Moms in Prayer International. We'll be right back.
music of Nicole C. Mullen with On My Knees. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our in-studio guest today is Sally Burke. She's the president of Moms in Prayer International. And Sally, if you would take time now specifically to pray for the prayer lives of every believer, every person listening. Oh, Father, and we can be so much like Martha. We're racing, we're doing things. Yet you told Mary, sitting at your feet, that would never be taken away from her. That is that which is eternal. And I love the next verses where the disciples saw Jesus came back from prayer. I don't know what they saw in him, but they saw something where they cried out, Lord, teach us to pray. And Father, I pray each one that is listening would call out to you, Oh, Father, teach us to pray. We know not how we ought to pray, but the Holy Spirit can pray in us and through us. Father, may each one open up your word and begin to pray it forth. Your word never comes back void. There's so many promises in there to pray that they would open it up. They would pray forth your word, Father. They would be filled to overflowing with your presence. Father, may they know the height, the depth, the width, the length, the love of Christ, so they can be filled up to complete fullness of you. Oh, Lord, I pray you'll do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine. According to your power, it's work within them. Father, may you be glorified in them and through them as they call out to you. As they pray, Father, and I pray that in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Sally. Now, Sally, if someone, uh, again, who's listening and I, um, uh, they might be thinking to themselves, I'm interested specifically in maybe starting a mom's in prayer to pray over my child's school. Again, they would make this get in touch with you. Same website, correct? Yes, momsandprayer.org. And it is so simple. I mean, I was a brand new Christian and I became a leader just like a year after I learned how to pray the four simple but powerful steps, the same steps that the Lord Jesus taught his disciples. We pray. Okay, state those steps again praise, silent confession. Thanksgiving, which I call Holy Spirit Party, and then intercession. We intercede by placing our children's name in Scripture, by placing the teacher's name in Scripture, by praying the other uh, student's name in Scripture. And as we pray, we witness revival and spiritual awakening happen mm-hmm. on our campuses. So and this, those same four steps, are those on the website? Too? Those are on the website. Okay. Yeah. All right. Say the website one more time. Momsandprayer.org. And you're not going to want to miss out. There's another mom just waiting for you to invite her to join you. That whole school campus will be blessed. Your children will be eternally blessed, and you too will be blessed by God. Mm, okay. Now, you also are involved. You're on a tour now. Tell our listeners about the tour. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm here in Mississippi, and we want to set a Holy Spirit uh, fire throughout Mississippi. We feel that the Lord is moving in this state, and we want to invite moms to come and hear about moms in prayer and actually come and pray with us for their child. Uh, Tonight, we're going to be in Madison at Broadmoor Baptist Church off of Highway Colony Parkway. The schedule is on your website, uh, It's correct? on our website. Okay. Share yeah. the website one more time. Uh, momsandprayer.org. 
Well, uh, again, share the website one more time so that if people are interested in finding out other locations, because you're going to be in several different locations over a period of um, this week, is that right? Yes. You know what? I'm going to be here in Mississippi. We're going to do three different churches here. Then I go into New Orleans. Come join us in New Orleans. I'm going to be there. And then I go up to Virginia. And all of these are going to be rise up. You, ladies, we're going to rise up bold in the strength of the Lord as we intercede on behalf of the children and schools. Mm. Well, just a question to Sally. Specifically, uh, one of the Big main goals, of course, is praying over schools. Is that right? That's correct. Share why that's so important today. Well, our children and schools are in desperate need of our prayers. When God wants to change the course that history is going to take on his own, he looks for an intercessor in whose heart he can place his will. And his will is that none should perish, all should come to repentance. And if I can't, I'd love to share my children's elementary school. We began to pray for our kids. We saw so many answers to prayer. God just like nudged me. What about the other kids? What about all of them? We began to put their name in scripture. May their eyes be open. May they turn from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to the power of God, so they could be forgiven of their sins, have place among those who are sanctified by faith in Christ. Or may they hear the words of truth, the gospel of salvation, and believe and be sealed with the power of the Holy Spirit. God brings onto our public school campus a good news club where the gospel was shared. Over 100 kids would come each and every week, and I volunteered just to give out uh, mm-hmm. snacks. And pretty soon, so many kids were receiving Jesus as their Lord and Savior. They go, Sally, come here. Come here. you got to be with us. And these little kids would put their hand in mine and receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And I was just blown away to see those answers. Today, they're teachers, they're preachers, they're men and women of God impacting our world for Christ because we interceded on their behalf. Mm-hmm. 15 out of the 22 Original teachers have received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Our schools are an opportunity to allow the Holy Spirit to move in that place and transform it uh, for all eternity. Then they started a teacher's in prayer on that campus. I I loved how one teacher described that this feels like it's a Christian school, even though it was a public school there. Mm. Uh, A school taken over by the Holy Spirit. Yes. Praise yes. God. What a powerful concept, a powerful thing to consider. And, you know, it's so important for us as believers to recognize that schools are huge mission fields. Yes. Huge yes. mission fields. Yes. And elementary, middle school, yes. high school, college campus, yes. all of them. And the fact is there's no such thing as praying over them too much. Right. Even private schools. My two older went to Christian schools. Well, my daughter's senior year, 91 of those kids fell on their faces to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Because whether you homeschool, private school, public school, charter school, they all need prayer. And, And we can change the trajectory. My husband and I would witness as a man would reach for the stars for the past 30 years, I've watched as women hit their knees, their prayers reaching heaven, unleashing God's power to do his will here on this earth. And there's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's powerful to consider this, too, that even though um, years ago the, the, the government stated basically that they basically tried to outlaw prayer out of schools, the fact is we don't need permission to pray no. over school. No. We have the freedom to pray as much as we want. And we don't necessarily now going on when the opportunity to go on campus is open, that's great. 
but we don't have to go on the campus. No. We can send the Holy Spirit through our prayers. We meet in homes. We meet in churches. We meet in cars. We meet wherever we can meet. You know, you you think about the power of prayer. We have an opportunity, this divine moment in time. We think about Moses as he led the children of Israel to the promised land. Our moment in time is right now. We can watch children, students, teachers, administrators, bus drivers come to know Jesus as we intercede, just as he did on mm-hmm. behalf of the children of Israel. Our time is now. That's right. That's right. You know, the the passage that we read, First Samuel chapter one, is such a powerful story, a wonderful story of a mom, a, a little a little wife who wanted to be a mother. Yes. And she prayed very specifically. She specifically prayed for a son. Yes. And God answered her prayer. Yet, what a powerful truth to recognize that not only did God give her what was on her heart, God gave her what was in his heart. Yes. And so many times what we need to grow in our understanding of is that many times God doesn't just bless us, but he bless he brings his will to come to pass through us as we birth things through our prayer lives. Yes, and I love that you chose that passage. And she called out to Jehovah Savior, the Lord of hosts. She called out to the God that's above all things. When we battle for our children, it's not against flesh and blood. He tells us our battle's not against flesh and blood. He says, put on that armor of God. He doesn't say go slay. He says, pray. God of the universe, he's more powerful than anybody who thinks they're in control here on this earth. God's in control, and our prayer just unleashes his power to do his will. That's right. That's right. And, you know, of course, Scripture doesn't necessarily, it obviously doesn't tell us a whole lot about Samuel's childhood, except we know he grew up in the temple. But his mom would see him once a year. She'd come and visit. Who knows how many times she shared the story of how he was birthed. And the fact is, one of the things we know about Samuel is he, too, was a great man of prayer. Yes. He was a prophet, but was a great man of prayer. And so, by the grace of God, his mother helped to birth a passion for prayer, yes. apparently, in his life as well. And how important it is that we as parents help to leave a legacy of prayer for our children, because the fact is, that's a gift that will bless them tremendously for the rest of their lives. Would you specifically pray, Sally, for parents making it a higher priority to disciple their children and specifically to teach and train them to become prayer warriors. Yes. Oh, Father, I do call upon you, the Lord of hosts, Father. Our kids follow our example. They, As we pray, they too will pray. We must keep on praying, never giving up. Father, may they invite their children into their prayer closet. I used to invite mine into my prayer closet with me. They learn how to pray as I was learning how to pray. We don't have to be perfect. You pray in us and through us. So, Father, I pray each one of the houses will be a house of prayer, Father. And, Father, I do thank you and I praise you for every parent listening, every mom and dad and grandparents as well, Father. Thank you for the opportunity you give us to be uh, both teachers and role models before our children. Father, anoint us afresh with the spirit of grace yes. that would empower us to be faithful wit- faithful witnesses before our children, faithful role models in prayer, and faithful uh, parents and grandparents that are wise to help on, re- on a daily basis to, sh- to help our children grow in the understanding of the need for us to walk with you in every area of life. 
to look to you for help, for guidance, for grace, for help in time of need. Help us to know, Lord, that literally we really can't walk without you at all. Help us to not only live that, but help us to be wise enough and give us the grace to effectively teach and train our children to be the prayer warriors you would have them to be. Lord, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 Well, Sally, tell me too now, you were sharing about the tour. Uh, What are some of the main goals behind doing the tour? Introducing Moms in Prayer to many women out there so that the schools in this area can be covered in prayer and throughout Mississippi. And, And so we want to ignite a passion to pray within them and to show them it's so simple. You you see, my four kids from the ages of, of 2 to 10 would come in after I had my quiet time and sit on my bed, and they learned how to pray these four simple yet powerful steps of prayer. And so as the women come, they're going to witness that prayer is not hard. Mm-hmm. It, it is simple yet powerful. And And so we are going to be able to, um, I hope and I pray, to introduce them into the ministry, to introduce them into the power of prayer. And then we're going to share testimonies, incredible answers to prayer that's happening all over the world. Mm. Now, if someone listening was to say to themselves, well, what is prayer and reading your Bible, how are they connected? How would you respond to that question? Oh, my goodness. How do we know God's going to answer our prayer if we pray according to his will? And what's his will? The mighty word of God. In Isaiah 55, he tells us that as far as the heavens are above the earth are his ways above ours, and that as he sends out his word, it goes forth and it produces what he desires. Sometimes it's like rain and we see quick answers to prayer. Sometimes it's like snow and it takes a while but his word never comes back void. And that's Mm. the power behind your prayer. I used to pray different things for my kids, but when I would pray God's word, I would witness him answer that and do immeasurably more than I could ask. Mm. And, you know, it's so powerful to recognize, too, that, you know, the, the time in God's word is a form of prayer in and of itself as well, and that because, you know, Prayer is many things. You know, if you asked 100 different believers what is prayer, they might would give you 100 different answers. But a major part of it, prayer is talking to God and prayer is listening to God. And so when we're reading and studying God's word, it's heavy on the listening. And the beauty is God is teaching us more about prayer every time we open his word as well, too. So, Father, thank you again for the wonderful gift of your word. Thank you for the opportunity for us to open your word every day and hear from you. Hear your wisdom, your counsel, your power, your grace that comes through your word. Lord, more and more help us to be the diligent students of your word that learn how to walk with you in prayer as we stay in your word as well. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Our in-studio guest today is Sally Burke. She's the president of Moms in Prayer International. We'll be right back.
nation is waiting and longing for sons and daughters to declare this truth. Lift up your head, lift up your voice and sing. Music from Brian and Katie Torwald. He is the light. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our in-studio guest today is Sally Burke. She's the president of Moms in Prayer International. And Sally, do you have any maybe uh, testimonials or stories that come to mind that help us to better see why it's so critical for moms in particular, as well as believers, to really be committed to the work of prayer? Yes, yes. I want to invite you, moms. Come join us. Be a part of what God is doing. Every other month, I get reports from over 150 countries, and there are pages, hundreds of pages of answers to prayer. And just, I just want to give you some recently. Uh, moms in Prayer Group were praying as wrestlers uh, were going to a camp, FCA camp, Two. 180 of those wrestlers received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and one dad. Mm -hmm. Uh, Amazing. Uh, Another group of moms had uh, such a glorious celebration as their prodigals came home to Jesus and uh, returned to living out their lives for them. Uh, I I love this one. Um, Moms were praying, walking around a school praying for this. And two young women came up to them. They asked them what they were doing. And they said, we were praying. The one young lady, just her tears come down her eyes. She goes, I'm the principal of the school. To know that you're praying for us means everything to me. Mm -hmm. Um, All over the world, we're watching. There's uh, one country um, on that the gang members are just harassing the villagers. So our country coordinator goes from village to village, starts moms and prayer groups and churches. Well, those young men now are denouncing their gang activity and serving Jesus as their Lord Mm. and Savior. (laughs) Um, To watch different groups that once would fight against each other as the moms pray together, they begin to reconcile and be one heart, one voice, for God's kingdom, um, so many uh, shootings were stopped and, and violence stopped because moms specifically pray for that. They specifically pray for protection over the children in schools. Um, bus drivers starting Bible studies in their bus depots and, and leading their fellow bus drivers to know Jesus Christ. And we specifically pray for these bus drivers by names. So many answers to prayer. Uh, the students themselves rising up bold in their faith, starting Christian clubs on campuses in such places as San Francisco and all mm-hmm. over the place. We're watching how students, they, they're rising up bold, putting their confidence in the Lord, uh, their Savior. And they're just so many and all over. Uh, you know, you think about it. We're in over 150 countries in every single um, week. There's an answer to prayer in some place around the world. Mm. 
So you get to receive so many great testimonies yes. from different parts of the world that really yes. touch you and just, yeah. I guess, set you all the more on fire, huh? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And these are our sisters. So if you're out there, you feel alone, do not be alone. Do not be alone. Come join us because you have sisters all over the world. And wherever you go travel, there's usually a moms and prayer group just waiting to invite you in to It's amazing how God links our heart together as we pray and as we pray God's word. Mm. Well, you know, too, Sally, um, you know, here on the through this broadcast, the Hour of Intercession, we pretty regularly try to encourage and let people know that if they want to get some of the prayer resources, we're glad to share them. Like we have something called Kingdom Prayers. We share uh, a prayer tool based on Psalm 91. And again, my, we've gotten lots and lots of people over the years that have asked, and I think one of the reasons is because people appreciate tools that help them with their prayer life. Uh, I think you all have quite a few, too, as well. Would you share with our listeners yes. about what's available through yes. your ministry? You can go to our website. Most all of our material is free. So you can download prayer sheets you know, that has different names and attributes of God and scripture prayer. You you can receive encouragement, um, a prayer for you, a prayer for your child. You, we're at social media. We're at... Um, on Facebook, Instagram, um, there's so much that we just want to bless you with, and it's free. So go to our website, and then if you want to hear more stories about what God's doing all over the world, um, you can you can buy. I have several books. I have Raised Them Up, and that's where you get to pray for the children. You have Unshaken, and those are the stories. You have Start With Praise, where you can learn to pray the four steps. Just wake up every day and open up that book, and it will take you uh, through God's Word and prayer. And now, do you have maybe some books as well or items that people can obtain that yes. are also helpful guides? Too? Yes, yes. So those those four books, we have a booklet too, a Moms in Prayer booklet that you can get, and it takes you through the four steps. So you won't be nervous when you go to your first group. But I tell you, when you go to your first group, just like I did, brand new Christian, never prayed out loud. And that group just welcomed me in and let me just sit there and listen to their prayers for a couple of weeks. So don't let anything hold you back. Your child or that school down the street, if your kids are grown, oh my goodness, there's a street, there's a school down the street that needs your prayer. Grab another grandma and begin to pray for your local schools around you. Mm. And, you know, Sally, it's so important for us to take this very, very serious, you know, um, Sometimes people make the big mistake of thinking, well, prayer is kind of a last resort when there's nothing else to do. It should be the first thing that we do because, again, no one can effectively get something done like God can. And prayer is the tool whereby many times uh, the Holy Spirit is released to do what he's going to do. Yes, Yes. You know, since the beginning of time, the enemy has been after the children of God. And and so we think about prayer as the most proactive, invasive, offensive action one can take in any situation because it reaches the spiritual realms and allows God's will to be done. He says, you have not because you ask not. And so let us be proactive in our asking and let us win this battle for our children. You know, the enemy, you know, roars. He he looks for whom he can devour. Well, not my child, not mm-hmm. my school, mm-hmm. not this town, mm-hmm. not this village. Mm-hmm. Well, Sally, I w- wanted to ask you this, too. Are there ways in which you feel like just obviously uh, you're a mom and you're a parent, moms and dads, their children are in their hearts. 
But do you feel like there are ways in which you, your background as a, as a rocket scientist has helped you in, in your prayer life too? Well, I, that's, that's an interesting question. I tell you what, as soon as I opened up the Word of God, everything that Word said just transformed me. I know mm. God's Word is true. There's so much uh, science in that book. Mm-hmm. I think the thing, too, is each one of our kids are fearfully, wonderfully made. God has a purpose, just like he placed Daniel, just like he placed Deborah and Esther in their period of time. He placed our children in this period of time. My children so caught on to prayer that they have led it in their churches, and they've witnessed. My my youngest was praying for the middle school, used our four steps of prayer. Well, so many kids were getting baptized. The pastor goes, can you do it for the high school? She did it for the high school. So many were coming to know Jesus. He says, can you do it for our church? So living out God's word, I tell you, that's the most important thing. Um, I, I believe God is the greatest scientist there is on in the mm. world. And mm. he's the one who teaches us daily. We can be wiser than our instructors by reading that. That's so true. That's true. You know, it's it's powerful to think that, you know, obviously the Bible is the best-selling book in the world, has been for centuries, and for good reason. It's a book, you know, obviously, just as you've alluded to, it's a science book, it's a textbook, it's a history book, it's a biography, it's an autobiography, and it has so much for us individually and collectively to learn from and God, who's the the greatest genius of all geniuses, <laughs> he knows how to reach everybody in every circumstance. So God's word is is powerful and a great tool to reach any human being anywhere in the world. Goodness. Mm-hmm. If your kids come home with hard questions, say, God says, God mm-hmm. says, always repeat back to them. This world will teach them something else, but teach them God's word because God says, and then send them forth with prayer. Pray over them, pray with them, pray for them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think of this, too, and I'm going to ask you to pray one more time before we uh, run out of time, though. But uh, pretty regularly, we try to challenge and encourage parents to to start the goal of having each of their children to read three chapters out loud to them every day. One of the reasons being is because when the child reads out loud to dad and mom, they know they did it. You know, sometimes parents will say, Johnny, go to your room and read. Johnny might do that. He might go there and take a nap play video games, but when they read to you, you know they're reading, and it's a way to consistently help plant the powerful word in the hearts of our children. Yeah, I love how um, Psalms 119, that you've hidden God's word within your heart so you don't sin. That's right. You know, And so that's what you're doing. You're putting a layer of protection around them. So yes, have them read it, speak it forth. It, which um, Deuteronomy is it six where it says when you're sitting down, when you're walking on your way, mm-hmm. you know, to to talk about God, to talk about his word, to first love him with all your heart, mind, soul, mm-hmm. and strength, and then talk to your children about God and his word. Mm-hmm. One of the most loving things we can do for our children is do our part to introduce them to Jesus and then teach them to love Jesus, to love his word, because time in the word is time with Jesus. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Would you just take a moment now, to, whatever's on your heart, to pray for moms in particular, but parents as a whole? Yes. Oh, Father, you have handpicked, chosen these women 
to be moms right here, right now for their children. You make no mistake. They're the woman for the job. Father, Lord, I pray that they'll call out to you and you will answer them. You promise and show them great and mighty things they do not know. They can keep calling out to you for wisdom, Father, and you will answer them. And so, Father, I pray that they will be anxious for nothing, but in all things by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. They'll let their requests be known to you and you promise, Lord, You will give them that peace that's beyond all understanding, and you will guard their heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Father, may they know they're never alone. Lord, may they know you're right there with them. You're leading them. You're guiding them. You know why you created their children for what purpose, and it's a mighty purpose. And so, Lord, may they rest in your everlasting arms, knowing you who began that good work will complete it until the day of Christ. So, Father, I lift them up to you. May they not grow weary of doing good, knowing in due time they'll see a mighty harvest, Father. And Lord, I pray for those moms that are listening who want to pray but are afraid. May they go to our website and may they be a part of this mighty prayer movement. May they know they're never alone, just like Moses needed his two friends alongside of his arm to hold up his arms. Father, may they allow sisters to come alongside of them and hold up their arms for the lives of their children and for the schools of this nation. Father, we believe we'll see one of the greatest revivals and spiritual awakenings that we've ever seen if we keep on praying, never giving up. And I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today is a wonderful day to get saved. Today is a great day to commit your heart and your life to the Lord. If you want to make that step, would you simply pray this prayer along with me to commit your heart and life to the Lord now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for our sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that we could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. You told us in your word, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my whole life for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we want to be in touch with you. We want to share with you some resources then, prayer tools and items that are going to help you to grow and begin to grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We hope to hear from you, and we'd like to share with you some literature that will help you to do just that. Sally, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. It was a great honor and privilege to be with you. Again, Sally Burke, the uh, Moms in Prayer International President. And share share the website one more time. Momsinprayer.org. All right. Please pray much for Sally as she and her associates are on tour. And pray for the ministry of Moms in Prayer International as well. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.